basically that's famous. Now you know of course when we're children, many of us have uh, idols. I remember the little girls had teen idols. They had these guys like Michael Jackson, uh, Foster Silvers, um, Donny Osmond, um, Lee Garrett, Sean Cassidy, um, several others that come to, that uh, I can't they don't come to mind right now. There was a magazine called uh, Tiger Beat, I think it was. And there were several other like fan magazines. And you know, um, for that time, you know, in our development, that was fine. Now, me myself, I can't remember really idolizing anybody that much. You know, I would read, I would read about famous people. I never got obsessed about you know. Um, people from history, um, United States presidents in particular. I remember um, memorizing all of the presidents in order, um, stuff like that. And, um, um, just anybody from anything that doing anything to do with history, I was very interested in. Um, we had a set of um, encyclopedias, World Book Encyclopedia. I know now, most of you now, uh, a lot of you now, they're now if you're under the age of, probably under the age of, I'll say 40 to 45, you may not have even heard of a World Book Encyclopedia. You know, there was also Encyclopedia Britannica. We had a World Book Encyclopedia, and we had Childcraft. Now, World Book Encyclopedia belonged to my uh, sister. That was her set of uh, World Book Encyclopedia. And I had a set of books called Childcraft. So, you know, I'll read those. Like just read about famous people, but you know, as we grow older, the good book says that uh, we're supposed to put away childish things. And you know, um, so I think the age that we live in now, with the internet and um, 24/7 coverage of um, the news. I think we just got more access. I think sometimes we have too much access to other people's lives and stuff. And um, 
I think it all began with uh, these uh, reality shows. The first one that comes to mind was uh, the Jerry Springer show. Then um, later on, you had stuff like uh, you know the Judge shows. Now, I don't know if you call that reality show. Maybe that's maybe let's, let's scratch that one. But um, I was gonna say like Judge Judy and Judge Mathis, my favorite. But uh, I guess in a way, those are reality shows. But uh, you had stuff more like. Um, Jenny Jones now, the thing with Jenny Jones, Jenny Jones was said to be a real superstar among uh, those type of shows and a pioneer, but uh, she kind of got derailed when they had a guy come on there, I remember, um, and confessed he had a crush on another guy, the other guy didn't take that so well, you know, uh, I think the other guy killed the guy that confessed he had a crush on him, so I think that was like the end of Jenny Jones, and I believe, uh, his family sued the guy who got killed. I think his family sued. Uh, anyway, that was the end of Jenny Jones' show. And I, don't, I think that's the last we heard of Jenny Jones uh, in any big way anyway. Later came um, a show on MTV called The Real World. Now, The Real World was the first show that I remember. Now, there might be another one. This is the first one that I remember where you've seen. I think it was... I don't know if it's college students. I, I never seen the show, but I'm thinking what the show was about was uh, college students living together or something, or those young people I know living together, and uh, basically um, the interaction you saw, you were able to see 24/7 what they were doing, the interaction with one another, and you could see all the, you know, like one of the things on this show, these shows began to exhibit, like you know, even later on you had stuff like Survivor. other shows like that and these shows exhibited um, some of the worst traits in us as humans you know like backstabbing people you know because uh, Big Brother was another one you had to um, had to strategize sometimes that involved double crossing people that were just supposed to be friends with supposed to be allies supposed to be allies with and stuff like that so um <laughs> That's another part of this um, reality show business that I, you know, that I, I find deplorable. And then, you know, then I remember the one that I, one, one that I remember was uh, Flavor Flav had a show called <laughs> The Flavor of Love. And on this show, now, first of all, let's talk about Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Is not the most attractive man, but you ask anybody that hung with him back in the day, they'll tell you Flavor Flav had all the confidence in the world, and uh, they'll tell you uh, Flavor Flav. I don't know what it, what it was his conversation or what or personality or what, but Flavor Flav had pool, and um, I think Flavor Flav and his show gave a lot of guys who are average looking or maybe not so attractive, maybe may, may have given them hope. So. Thumbs up to that, but um, in the meantime, I'm on the show, you seen Flavor Flav's interaction with these, they had a bunch of women that were like waiting to uh, basically get with Flavor Flav on this show. I mean, one episode in particular, they had uh, Sylvester Stallone's ex, um, 
Bridget Nielsen, I think was her name. And the end of the episode, the last thing you seen was uh, her and Flavor Flav get in the bed. You see all that seen them doing, doing the do, basically. So. But now, you know, as I said, there comes a time we have to put away childish things. And um, some of us need to ask ourselves, you know, like, um, at what point does this fascination become an obsession? Because there are some of us who are, you know, like, I think, I think the attraction to these reality shows is like, if you're not feeling so good about your own life, you can look at these shows and you say, well, okay, some of these people are like good. Like, like they have some of them, some of these people, some of these people are, particularly the celebrity ones, the ones with, um, now, you know, because that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I kind of went off track because I was only talking about celebrities and our fascination with them, not reality shows. But uh, that was a, that was a facet of what I was, that was a, one of the um, talking points of what I was trying to get at. Anyway, um, I think when we look at these, like, let's say, like, these celebrities, like, like, you remember, um, the Braxons had a show and the Kardashians had a show and stuff like that, and like, I think if you're not feeling so good about yourself, you look at these shows and you like look at these people and you're like, um, well, look at these people. These people got money and uh, they're not doing a bit better than me. So yeah, I think it makes people, some a certain type of person, feel a little bit better about themselves. But on the other hand, there's a small group, hopefully it's a small group, that uh, they're living their lives vicariously through these individuals, through these, these celebrities. Caught up in their lives and stuff. Now I'm looking at R. Kelly. Now with, in spite of all of R. Kelly's done or allegedly done, whatever, I'm not here to judge him. Our jury's already judged him or found him guilty or whatever. But uh, you still got a faction of people who Ardent R. Kelly supporters, they're still listening to his music. They're still supporting him. And um, stuff like that, you know. Um, I still listen to his, I still listen to his music that comes on the radio. I'm not gonna turn far from it if it's a song that I like, and um, you know, stuff like that. I'm not. And um, as far as what he did, well, you know, that's topic for another day perhaps you know I'm that you know I don't you know I'm not gonna get into that because like I say he's um been tried and sentenced already so you know like far be it for me to um, try to further expound upon that now if you happen to be one of these people you know like that um I'm talking about the deals caught up in this celebrity stuff it might be time for you to take a step back and, um, you know, just <laughs> take a break from that. I mean, like, sometimes take a break from TV, uh, social media, all that stuff. Read, read a book sometime. Uh, because really, truly, if we're doing the work that we're supposed to be doing as humans, we are ever evolving. And we should be trying to be a better version of ourselves each day. You know, my goal is to strive to be better than I was yesterday and tomorrow to strive to be better than I am today. 
that's all I want to say on that. Now, before I close, I would like to make a correction on, um, I think I misspoke on my last podcast. I was talking about the GOP and how they're trying to draw in, how they say they want to draw in voters of, you know, black voters and voters of color. I think I said something like, uh, until they stop seeing, or I said until they start seeing us as monolithic and of one mindset or whatever, what I meant to say, until they stop seeing us as monolithic and, you know, it's all thinking the same way, they're not going to draw in any voters and are going to continue to, uh, lose elections. That's what I meant to say. So I want to make that correction. Um, also, I think we can start celebrating now. Brittany Griner is home. She is back on American soil now. Um, now, as I said from the beginning, I didn't like the crappy way that this deal went down, you know, and stuff. But, uh, and, you know, like now, there's a faction now that's out there, like, pissed off about uh, her being free and Paul Whelan who I think was an ex-military man, I think he was an ex-Marine, I'm not sure, they, they're saying he, you know, like, a true patriot, and you know, you got somebody that, uh, I heard people say, she wouldn't even kneel for the flag, and, you know, for the national anthem, or, or whatever, and stuff like that. Okay, so, you know, you're entitled to your opinion about that. Um, politics is a dirty game, and, um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And that's my podcast for today. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. Happy holidays and peace.